you young people that just got the Holy Ghost, you roll with me tonight because we're rolling. Hallelujah. I'm asking God to baptize you with determination. And sometime when a little squeak comes out of your heart and a little baby-like sound emerges and regurgitates from your soul and you begin to tell God how helpless you are, you just remember that my Lord was a child on the cross. And when it got rough enough and when the unicorns came, that was deliverance and there was praise. Remember it from this night on. You can live for God if you want to. You can make it through. Now, Lord, the apostle said, we're not saying deliver us. No, 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 no. We're not saying that. But we're going to ask you something. We want you to grant to your servants some boldness. Hallelujah to God. Make us bold. Glory. What for? Make us bold so that we may speak thy Lord, here is something I want you to write down, and I feel almost like Paul. If an angel comes, or any other preacher comes, and puts anything ahead of preaching and speaking the word of God, you tell them they are against the Bible. Glory. Signs and wonders are not first. You can't live on a shelf. When the unicorns come, you can't shout them down. Thank God for it every now and then. We had glory enough last night to fill all kinds of buckets. But I'm going to tell you, when it comes to the unicorns, thy word have I hid in my heart, oh God, that I might not sin against thee. Hallelujah. Give us boldness. I'll tell you what we need to be praying for. Somebody said, I want a revival. One preacher said, I want to see folks fall on the floor, frothing at the mouth and kicking. Do you? Is that what you want? My question is to you, preacher, what do you want to offer to God? What are you expecting to give Him as a church? That's what I'm asking you. If you're going to see a spotless, without blemish church, you can't pray God just for revival. Revival is not a New Testament word. I believe in it. I thank God for revival. We use it loosely and very loosely, but it's not a New Testament word. I'm going to tell you what you ought to pray for. God, give us boldness. Hallelujah. Make us as bold as lions so we can speak thy word. Hallelujah. Everybody say, speak thy word. If you want to know how it goes, the Bible gives you the order of importance. It categorizes it. It lists it. It tells you what's first and what's second and what's third and then what's after that. Write it on your cuff. And I'm not trying to be smart tonight, but I want the God that the Holy Ghost function would drive it so far down in your heart that it'd never be anything that would take it out. He said first in the church, apostles. That's first. Secondary, prophets. Thirdly, shouting. No, 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 no. Gifts of healing. No, 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 no. First is apostles, secondary prophets. Thirdly, teachers. Thank God for some good old Holy Ghost teaching that led me right and is keeping me right tonight. Huh? Would you praise God right there? Thank God for some good old Holy Ghost teaching. 
And then, this is Bible language, I'm quoting verbatim, then after that, then after that, miracles, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. But first, second, and third is apostles, prophets, and teachers. I'll tell you why. You gotta learn. You gotta learn when the big ones come. You gotta go back to something you've been taught. Like a soldier. You go back to your regimentation. You go back to the time when it was hard. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. God, give your servant, give us boldness that we can preach your word. Preach, preach, preach. Hallelujah to God. Oh, I would to God tonight that my dear old pastor was here. You know him, some of you, I'm sure. Brother L.J. Hush was sweetest old Bible scholar that ever lived. I walked around and looked down in his face when he died. My heart broke. I realized and I said it before God then. Nobody ever will love my ministry again like this old pastor loved my ministry. If your pastor is here tonight, uh, listen to me, I'm just about through. If you, your pastor is here tonight, I think you ought to go to him and say, Pastor, I want God to grant you boldness that you'll preach the Word. Hallelujah. Is that all right? Nod your head that you'll preach the Word. What else? Then! that we can preach the Word of God. Thank God. And what else? What else do we want after that? By stretching forth your hand. We want you to stretch forth your hand and we want you to heal. That's in there. Thank God. I want you to heal. Somebody told me of a, a, a sister evangelist that got healed the other night of gallstone or gallbladder trouble while we were preaching the Word of God. I believe preaching and healing can go on at the same time. I believe preaching and Holy Ghost can go on at the same time. I believe that preaching and shouting and praising God and miracles can go on at the same time. Oh, hallelujah. By stretching forth your hand to heal, hallelujah to God, or to heal, and the signs and wonders be done, how? By the name of that holy child, Jesus. I want you to see it in the name of that holy child. They've got the baby on the mind. They've got the little boy on the mind. You know why? Because they're a baby church. Because they're being threatened right now. And they said in the name of the holy child, Jesus, we want you to do it. Well, you know what happened? Let me stop here long enough to tell you this. <laughs> well, let me go ahead. <laughs> In the name of that holy child. And when they prayed, this is revival. If you want to know how to pray for revival, pray for it like this. Grant us boldness to speak your word by stretching forth your hand to heal that wonders and signs be done in the name of thy holy child, Jesus. And when they prayed, what happened? The place where they prayed. Hallelujah was shaken. Oh, glory. And they were assembled together and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and they spake the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. They got like lions. They were strong and they didn't care about anybody. They were all with the Holy Ghost. I'll tell you what brought the revival was the spirit of 
child he's here tonight that holy child is here tonight that child is still on the cross I know you've always seen him like a man but this infant church saw him like a baby and they said grant us in the name of our holy child and the Bible comes in his name now when you see him in Revelation you see him as the ancient of days Lord his hair is white like wool oh hallelujah that speaks of antiquity that speaks of eternity that speaks of the years the child is gone the deliverance is over the sonship will have ceased the efficacious blood will have done forever been away glory he will be the ancient of days older than you can ever think older than you can ever imagine all the orbits are all paths to God where the astronauts are tonight he's walked them in his antiquity his eyes will be as flames of fire his feet as fine brass that's gone through many a furnace and they've been refined out he's good about the gut about the path with a golden girdle and when he speaks that voice isn't the sound of a quivering little child hanging on the cross saying don't be far from me for trouble is near and the unicorns have come no no when you see him in that last day the Bible says his voice is going to be like the sound of many waters the rumbling the torrent of the raging of the voice of the Almighty. Glory, he's going to be the ancient of days. But tonight, I'm praying in the name of the Holy Child, Jesus, give us boldness in this service. Hallelujah. Are you praying it with me? Young person, let me see your hand. You'll remember the prayer that I'm giving you tonight. Lift your hand up and wave it. In the name of thy Holy Child, Jesus. It's terrible to be alone. I could go on, there's a lot more to it. I could tell you about that throne. I would like to take you over to the glories just a little while, but maybe I'll save it for tomorrow night. But I'll tell you what, when you get there, him that's sitting on the throne is like a sword in jasper, stones of judgment. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Round about the throne is a rainbow like an emerald. When you look at it, it's all glistening. No crude cross, no bulls, no lions, no unicorns, but a beautiful throne and sit around with emerald. And let me tell you what, the Bible says to him that overcome, to him will I grant, or oh, the grant of God. Preach on it sometime, preacher. The grant of God. To him that overcomes, will I grant to sit with me in my throne. He is like a jasper and a sword and stone and around about the throne is an emblem. And if you crawl up in that chair or that throne with him, you're going to have to be a jewel too. The Bible said, Hallelujah, book of remembrance was written. It talks about this one and that one being born. It mentioned he's going to come and gather when he makes up his jewels. Are you one of them tonight? I'm praying in the name of that holy child, Jesus. Glory to God. I love him with all of my heart. Have you ever been really alone? Do you know what it is to be alone? It's the most horrible feeling that you can ever have. And I don't you, and I'm not pushing for sympathy, but somehow or another, this message of the horns of the unicorn has so been near me. It has so been near my experience that I can't get away from it because I was a child and I was alone and my Lord helped me. I'll never forget 
one night. You know, it's something to see big grown men break down. Pay attention to me. That's just a microphone. Amen. He said, you will go with me. Go with me now. It's something to see big grown men break down and cry. Isn't it? Yes, sir. But sometimes you get where you can't go another step. I was sitting one night after camp meeting in a restaurant. Pentecostal folks were there by the scabs. They like to eat after church, you know. And uh, everybody was having a big time. Just a big ball, you know. Everybody was laughing and fellowship moving from one table to another. <laughs> Finally, there was a big man come up to my table. He looked down at me with an infinite sadness in his eyes and his face. He said, Sir, I've been observing you people for over an hour now. He said, Two hours ago, an hour ago, I finished my supper and I've been sitting here watching you. Allow me to introduce myself, listen to it. I am Mike Ditka of the Dallas Cowboys. He might as well say he was Adam as far as I was concerned. I didn't know Mike Ditka. Brother Kilgore said, yeah, the Lord would let you meet him. I'd know him. I said, well, it's a good thing you didn't meet him because you'd have talked football. You see, I talked to him about the Lord. He said, I'm Mike Ditka. And he said, I want to say something. He said, you people are the happiest people that I've ever seen before in my life. He said, what is it? I didn't, I still didn't realize who I was talking to or, or that it was a famous man. I said, Mike, he said, may I sit down? I said, you certainly may sit down. He said, he said it seven or eight times. I've never seen people as happy as you folks are. I said, you want to know what it is? He said, yes. I said, we have a gift from God within our heart. It's called the Holy Ghost, and it keeps us happy all the time. Hallelujah. He kind of dropped his head, and he said, I, I thought it might be something like that, but, well, he said, I said, I'm Reverend Treese, introduce myself. He said, well, Reverend, he said, I tell you, I've always made my own way, you know. He said, I kind of had, I, I was rough. I had to, had to make my own way. Made my way through college, he told me a story. I've never had to depend on anybody else. And he said, I, I don't know what you're talking about when it comes to religion. I never did trust in religion very much. I said, well, Mike, and then I began to realize that this fellow I was talking to, probably thousands watch him at a time as he carries a football, and many a young man sees bursting within their heart the glory of the football field. If I could just be Mike Ditka out on that football field carrying that old pigskin, and here's the man sitting at my table with tears starting from his eyes. And he says, but I tell you what, I've always trusted in myself. I said, let me tell you something, Mike. The day's going to come when you won't be able to find the answer within here anymore and you're going to need the help of God. His head sagged a little farther and he says, I think I've come to that place pretty close right now because it seems like in a lot of ways I'm getting over the hill. Then he lifted his head and looked around. But he said, you people, he said, you people are, are so close to the earth. That's what he said. 
He said, you're, you're so happy. I can't, I can't get over it. He said, these, you're women. He said, they're all wearing their hair like that. He said, I, I don't want to be rude, but he said, is that some sort of uh, a custom or what is it? And I, I told him, I said, no, Mike, the Bible teaches that our women should have long hair and they're just trying to do it as nicely as they can. He smiled and he said, I tell you, I think it's the most beautiful thing that I've ever laid my eyes on. Here's a big bully football player. What is he, boys? Is he a right tackle? I don't know. But he said, uh, 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 what, uh, I had in my mind what he was. Tied in. Was, was that what it was? Here's the fellow. And he said, that's the most beautiful thing. He said, I don't know what man who is a man that doesn't love long hair. I said, thank you. I said, let me show you. Let me introduce you. Brother Paul Hush, come over here. Brother Paul Hush is from Dallas. I said, here's a man from Dallas. I want you to meet him. Mike, I want you to go to this man's church. I want you to go in there. And I want you to get the same God that we've got down in our heart. And he was nice to Brother Hush, but he, he turned him off. But and he, when Brother Hush walked away, he turned back to me. He for, said, for some reason, I was led to you. I was brought to you. I said, all right, Mike, I'm going to tell you. Thank God. He said, I, I can't get over it. You're so happy. And he said, I've always trusted in my own self. I said, there's coming a time, I repeated it, when you're not going to be able to depend on yourself. And I quoted him a little scripture. David said, when I am overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I am. some night when you've gone as far as you know how to go and you don't have any more answer call this number I'll meet you anywhere anytime Mike and I'll pray with you all right he said all of you in here your supper is paid for tonight and brother that was a hook of a check because they were eating pretty good that night he walked to the cash register I'll never forget how long it's terrible to be alone with your soul and you don't know an answer. He walked to that cash register. Every now and then he glanced back at me and he cast his eyes down. When he paid for our ticket and he started out the door, something within me began to cry. Mike, come back. I can help you tonight. I know a lot more than what I said, Mike. Come back. It was drizzling rain. He walked out under a street light and he stood there in front of the restaurant. His car was across the street. And he turned and he looked back at me in the drizzling rain, waved at me. Oh, something within me said, Come back, Mike. I'm not through. If I had it to do over, I'd run to that street. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm grabbing him. I said, let me pray where you're right now. I'll never forget that lonely man, the star of many a young man, walking across that street drizzling rain, wishing he had what he had in his heart, what I've got. Hallelujah to God. In the name of the Holy Child. Everybody said, in the name of the Holy Child. It's Bible, you can say it again. In the name of the Holy Child. Say it with me one more time. In the name of the Holy Child. Ooh, what a conviction I feel over this congregation now. Ooh, what a... Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and I don't know what to do. Is that the way you feel tonight? Pardon me, we're fixing to come and pray. You know, I was in another situation like that. Quickly, I'll tell you. Young lady, church in West Columbia, Texas, or was there with the church, I felt like going back, I was a young evangelist, I felt like going back and inviting her to the altar. I went back, stood by her, she looked up at me and smart aleck like said, I'm not ready yet. I'm not through with my boyfriends and picture shows and she cataloged everything off my shorts and, and lipstick and the swimming pool and what have you. When I get through with it, I'll let you know. Well, I'll be a little frank with you. My feelings got hurt. I thought, well, you little silly thing, if that's the way you feel, you're hurting yourself. And I got in the flesh, I turned around, and I walked off from that girl. She hurt my feelings that night. But did you know she never got another chance to pray? Two weeks after that revival, she took sick one morning with the worst type of polio. As the sun was sinking in the west that evening, her breath was ebbing from her body, completely paralyzed, all but her vocal cords. She could whisper just a little bit. She passed out without God. After that, I was preaching for Brother Beckton when he was in, uh, in Clute City, Texas, or Bay City, Texas. Her mother came up one night after I got through preaching, clasped my arm and said, Brother Trees, did you hear about my girl? I said, yes, I'm sorry. Oh, but that's not all. I've got to tell you something. She said, Brother Teresa, my girl was dying, completely paralyzed, all but a vocal cord. She could whisper a little. She said, she looked up at me and said, Mother, Brother Teresa was the last one that ever talked with me about my soul. And she said, I was so silly that night. Oh, I acted so foolish. When you see him again, will you ask him to forgive me for being so foolish? And then she said, Mother, will you forgive me for not living like you wanted me to. And with her voice closing out on her and her breath being pressed from her bosom, she said, do you think there's any chance that Jesus would hear me now? When that mother told me that, here's one big old preacher that turned and fell on the altar. And I remembered my sin. And I said, dear God, will you forgive me for walking away from that girl that night? 
many a time I wish I had her back sitting in that queue. I, I wouldn't be too big that I couldn't go and get empire on my knees and beg her to come to the altar. I could do it if I had. Not, I could do that. Oh, dear God, I'd hate tonight. I'd hate to think that I'd make the same mistake. We've had wonderful victory as the altar, but there's some sweet, wonderful young lady that I may never see again. There's a here tonight, it's going to walk out in that street, and I'll never see you again. I'll leave Indiana, Jesus will come, and I'll never see you again. I want you to think of that child, Jesus, tonight. I want your little cry to go up. I want you to say, Jesus, help me. I'm a child. I don't know what to do. I need your help. I'm lost. God, I don't know where to go. Do something for him. Is that child here tonight? I wonder, is there a child? Or you might be an old gray-headed man, but when it comes down to your heart, you're a child, and you know you are. I wonder, is there a child here tonight? And you get up from where you're sitting, child? You know what I mean, man, woman, boy, girl. That cry is coming. I don't know what to do. I'm lost. Would you get up from where you're sitting and walk down here? And so I'm going to pray in the name of that holy child, Jesus, that he'll help me tonight. Do not fire from me, for trouble is near, and I don't know what to do. Would you get up from where you are right now as they sing and we wait on you? Where are you? Oh, what a Savior. It's all right. Just come on weeping. Weep just like this, a baby. That's all right. Jesus yes, said you got to get back on. Holy child Jesus, oh, to help everyone to be I'm a little boy, Jesus. I'm just a little boy. I'm just a little boy. I'm just a little girl. I don't know what to do. Where are you? going to be different. We've been having a lot of folks that's got the Holy Ghost coming down praying. I want them to be here just like this. I don't want to flood the altar with those that have already got the Holy Ghost tonight. I want this to be an altar call for those that are crying deeply down in their heart. Dear God, I don't have an answer. What am I going to do with my life? You know something, folks? You see this big old ugly preacher tonight, bald-headed? You see me? You'd never know, would you? That there are times when I get so lonely and I get so helpless that I cry just like I was a little boy again. My wife has seen me come in from church, throw myself across the bed and weep. My shoulders shake uncontrollably. My wife has got a way of kind of, I guess, all wise. What's the matter? What's the matter, hon? Oh, oh, nothing, nothing. Yes, somebody said something to you. I'm letting you young folks in on a little preacher business here. Yeah, it is. So, somebody said something to you, hon. What is it? Oh, it's nothing. Still, I can't keep from... Yeah, it is. Somebody hurt you. 
somebody hurts you, tell me about it. No, no, it's just, it's me. Have you ever felt your own inadequacies? Have you ever felt your own failures? So it seemed like you couldn't get up from where you are. I've got out in my car and drove up and down in front of my church. Still sprawling like a baby. Oh God, I'm a mess. Oh God, I'm a failure. Folks, I don't appreciate this message that way. Oh God, I'm so pitiful. I'm so ugly. David said, my feet was almost slipped. My steps said, well, and I slept. I was envious of the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. But he said, I looked on my right hand. Refuge failed me. I looked on my left hand. No man cared for my soul. Nobody cared about me. Have you ever felt that way before? Let me see you. Preachers and all you. Nobody ever cared for my soul. Oh, the lonely hours of a pastor. A lot of times I park my car, fumble with the front door, go into my church, walk down a dark aisle to a dark altar, and the little boy, and all of a sudden the unicorns begin to gather around that altar. The big ones of discouragement come, and I begin to cry and squeal like a little boy. Jesus, oh Jesus, oh Jesus, I'm but a baby. To do by myself. Oh, Jesus! I don't know whether I can go on without you. And when the unicorns come, listen, let me tell you, I felt a tingling from the top of my head to the sole of my feet as the presence of God course its way up and down my body. Hallelujah! <laughs> Hallelujah. When I begin to cry in the name of the Holy Child Jesus. I wonder, preacher, is your load too heavy tonight? And you want God so much. You, you... <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You're here. It's a different altar call. Don't come just because you're a young person gathered to the altar. But there's a child. There's a little boy within a preacher. There's one already come tonight. Amen. God will lift you up tonight. He'll deliver you. If the unicorns are closing in, He'll deliver you. Get up from there. Come like a little boy. Glory to God. Come on like a little boy. Here they come. Oh, Jesus, I need you. What a spirit. Do you feel it, my friend? Hallelujah. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to ask our preachers to stand, our lovely preachers. God love their hearts. Would our wonderful preachers stand tonight? All of our wonderful preachers. Look at them, young people. Turn around and look at them. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Preachers, I don't want to embarrass you or involve you too much here if you don't want to be. Would you help me? I feel, I feel such a touch. God, tonight may be the balance of some young person. I, 
I feel in the balance and this night of encouragement might be all they've got left. Would you mind, my lovely brethren, if you'd come down and stand up here in front of these altars, stand across the front. I want them to see you. Would you would you help me a little bit tonight? I don't want I don't want to be too much trouble, but I feel the Holy Ghost blessing tonight. Hallelujah to God. Here they come. Amen. Young people, here comes your pastors. Isn't it nice? Say God bless them as they come. Pray for them as they come. Look at them. Here they come. God bless them. God bless every one of them. In every one of their hearts is a little boy. In every one of their hearts there's a child. They were a boy once. There's some mother's baby. They were somebody's darling. They're carrying a heavy load. The unicorns are stacking up against them tonight. The big ones are coming now. Here they are. Come on across here, my brethren. Hallelujah to God. Aren't they wonderful? Wave your hand. They're wonderful. Oh, glory. They're wonderful. Saints alike. They're wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Your pastor's up here. Would you stand? Would you stand tonight? Your pastor's up here. Would you stand? Your pastor's up here. Huh? Isn't that nice? Glory, glory. In the name of that holy child, Jesus, your pastor's up here tonight. Will you stand? Glory to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah. All right. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. We're going to let, we're going to let you give a call. I want my wife to lead that. Oh, what a Savior. Oh, what a Savior. Isn't he a Savior tonight? Hallelujah. Oh, isn't he a Savior tonight? I want these to say it. The rest of you just be quiet. I want our pastors and I want the saints whose pastors are here to sing, Oh, what a Savior. Sing it out. Oh, wow. 